so let's say I've just contracted the virus. I've got viral particles which have entered my upper respiratory system for whatever reason. The virus begins to multiply in the area where it's entered, which mm-hmm. is nose, mouth, typically. Mm-hmm. And um, as it's starting to multiply, my body recognizes it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And the first part of my immune system kicks in, which is like the stuff that we think of as like what a cold feels like. So it's like fever, uh, bo- bone aches, body aches, fatigue, cough, right. uh, runny nose, like discharge from the eyes. Just, mu- you know, your mucous membranes are there to be like a fly trap for viruses. So like that's why you produce mucus right. when you start to get sick because your body's like no more, no more. Because yeah, keep it out. The viral load matters in any virus, right? Because right. it affects the rate that it can reproduce in your body because your body's like trying to burn down what's already in there it doesn't want like and it doesn't know if you're going to be exposed again so it's trying to take precautions actually yeah um and in a way this is what ppe is is helping out your mucous membranes and giving them a bit of a break right and extra defense because it captures (laughs) more right right because everything in the body takes energy and 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 materials, right? Mm-hmm. So the immune system in a lot of ways is just about making sure things are getting the right materials. But unfortunately, it frequently can be a little overzealous. Okay. So right. that sort of response that you're talking about, like coughing, fever, whatever, like r- ran, like mm-hmm. regular getting sick stuff or whatever, which is not, you know, if people were just getting sick, you know, the thing about like the Trump thing or whatever, where he's like, oh, sniffle, like in the new right. market down is a coronavirus case. Like, part of the reason that that's like offensive is if it was just you know if COVID-19 did just just did just end there right and like oh you get a little fever and you get a runny nose or whatever right um and if that even was the case where like we're not even seeing that stage happen in everybody right (laughs) Right. let's talk about later so many people have no symptoms right but so uh well no symptoms then at least and then have other stuff happen but so yeah let's say so that's like sort of how it begins which basically part of the reason i think it freaks people out right in general or maybe part of the reason that it's difficult for some people who don't have a better understanding of how the immune system works and how or like how diseases work in general Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. um and just think like oh you know i get a cold or a flu i drink water and i have like chicken noodle soup Mm -hmm. and i sit in like a blanket and then I get better eventually or something. Right. If that's like the level that you have of understanding, then having that be sort of just phase one, essentially of a bad case of coronavirus, like of of COVID-19, like let's say week one or Mm -hmm. whatever, having to wrap your head around. Okay. And then it gets worse. (laughs) In a way um, that doesn't seem to relate necessarily to like, Oh my cold is just now the worst cold I've ever had. It's like a whole other different thing. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about that. Like phase two, as far as we know, like week two or whatever, like whenever it progresses timeline wise, but like it's in general is spoken of sometimes as like week two or something like Mm what like is happening and to our best understanding like what how why is that happening yeah i mean so the immune system is your first second third and fourth line of defense it is your it is a massive um multi-systemic cell system right and it comes in stages so when week two starts what's happened is that you have entered a new phase of immune reaction Mm -hmm. where your um basic defenses have failed Right. The fever has not eradicated it. Your body has told the liver to hold on to zinc because they don't want to feed it. They don't. It's it's hoarding resources, sending all of the sort of basic white blood cells to try and eat it. And it's 
losing the battle. So it calls in the heavier guns. And the white blood cells do that by releasing chemical signals into the bloodstream, which the body interprets and then sends out the other bigger big boy white blood cells, basically. And those guys are great, but they do a lot of collateral damage (laughs) and they create a lot of inflammation as they go. And so what happens is the immune system getting overwhelmed. They start to the immune cells start to release something called a cytokine, which is a, you know, a signal to the larger immune cells. And at the beginning of week two, what we're seeing is the larger immune cells have moved in and they're not necessarily having an easy job of it themselves. Gotcha. And they are making damage so the cytokines like uh, so the the cytokine storm then is basically like the body has produced a bunch of signals Mm -hmm. basically that says like okay immune system target here right they're actually excreted by the white blood cells extremely simplify obviously yeah like the white blood cells themselves are like sending out distress signals to the body basically right and the body then directs the more intense white blood cells there and it also allows the white blood cells to communicate with each other because they don't all do the same thing it's not Mm -hmm. like they each have their own sort of specific purview right so they use this to communicate with each other but it also attracts so many white blood cells that you then start to see a dysfunctional pathologically overactive Mm -hmm. area of inflammation and immune response that becomes incredibly destructive right right so that's so that's why like okay so that's why this phase is is the one that we've like come to know as like the really really dangerous one yeah and Mm -hmm. at least the first really dangerous yeah sorry (laughs) in a way because there are you know as we'll get to there are a bunch of other um complications that sort of come or can come after that uh basically but yeah this is the as far as i know what this is the point where people start really getting to the point where they're developing something like uh pneumonia or ards right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um which what's ards is what Um, uh, acute acute respiratory distress syndrome syndrome. yeah and so that's like what when people start showing up to the well not necessarily start showing up to the hospital but like at least start showing up like having uh like yeah. When they need critical care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's when they need critical care. Oftentimes okay. what people are seeing is that patients are coming into the emergency room quite sick. Right. In this mm-hmm. cytokine stage of the illness. Because right, they've like already had like a fever for right. like five days and then they've gone through maybe a couple of days of like starting to have the cytokine storm happen maybe with them. Maybe they've had and shortness they've had an, of breath for three days right. or something. So they've so. had this, but they're, they're fundamentally, it's not, it's not like... You know, I think people think of like the virus comes in and then it just starts going in and like breaching your cell walls and then repro- reproducing within the cell and then bursting out or whatever. And that that's what's doing the damage. And it's, you know, that does damage. But the big symptoms and damage that you're seeing here happen at this stage, right, which is mm-hmm. actually that like the immune system itself, which is why this is kind of so troubling of a disease, right, that the immune system itself is in a lot of people having this like drastic overreaction right right Mm -hmm. yeah most people are not technically dying from the virus they're Mm -hmm. dying from complications of their immune response to the virus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because just you know i know like a lot of times when you hear the word inflammation it's like attached to a wellness product right (laughs) um but what is inflammation actually in the body but the body's attempt to cordon off pathogens or reduce damage basically and it's also caused by you know the 
bystander effect of the immune system doing its thing. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. you have to, what's important to remember is that not only have we entered a second phase with the immune system, Mm -hmm. with more powerful, more dangerous immune cells who do more damage collaterally. Right. Mm -hmm. It's also now been at minimum about probably 10 to 14 days of viral replication in your body. And we can't Mm -hmm. forget the fact that the virus itself is also doing tissue damage. There is waste product that your body is struggling to process. You are using so many resources. Mm -hmm. And also that second stage of the um, immune system also uses a ton of resources. So it's important to understand that when people enter phase two, it can be so critical so quickly because your body is like out. Right. It is mm-hmm. running on empty and it has to use a lot of energy to mount a serious response to something it has never seen before. Yeah. Which explains asymptomatic people, right? You might not have symptoms, but mm-hmm. that does not mean that the virus is not replicating in your body. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Until you have an immune response. And in novel viruses, that can take up to three weeks mm-hmm. wow. from yeah. moment of infection to the acquired immune system kicking in. So you're saying, so so essentially what you're saying is like, this is the sort of situation that we've been hearing about where uh, like people have a very, like often might uh, not even show symptoms or, or know that they have uh, uh, COVID and then uh, deteriorate like very rapidly and like, you know, have trouble breathing like, re- like, like very suddenly. Right. Sort of out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. why you can kind of go from, that's why, I mean, that's why it's like, you know, there are obviously with any disease, any illness or whatever, uh, or infection, there are common symptoms, but that's why you can, you know, skip fever or something mm-hmm. and go right. straight to respiratory distress, uh, other symptoms, et cetera, right. because it still can be replicating within the body and maybe your body doesn't respond in a way that is okay, let's produce fever. Let's do the, the regular mm-hmm. I'm sick stuff. Right. right. Which is why like people who are immune suppressed sometimes don't run fevers. Cause that first stage is yep. being artificially tamped down so that you never kind of enter that second stage, which can be destructive. Cause mm-hmm. in a lot yeah. of ways, the things that COVID's doing to people's bodies that SARS-CoV-2 does in people's bodies is sort of similar to things that that um, have triggered things that my body does to itself. Right. Right? But I think this is overall an important point because I feel like um, there's a common misconception that like people who the people who are getting like really really sick are are mostly people who are like already admitted to the ER or something. Right. 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 Yeah. So. One of the byproducts of like an overactive and dysfunctional immune response is that there are a lot of other downstream effects in the body, like the waste product and the cells themselves become, uh, you know, possibilities for clots to form. Mm -hmm. You have clotting factor being out of whack. You know, if you think about like your body being a very careful balance of chemicals in a sack with a bunch of water (laughs) together. um, Sure. You know, if you fuck up the balance of chemicals because you've been going maybe hard uh, in a way that you're not used to for a long time, it's going to fuck up a bunch of other stuff. It's not like each part of the body exists in a vacuum. It doesn't interact with the other. Like the well, circulatory system is... It's all still in the sack, right? Like, yeah, like it's in the sack. <laughs> you have all this like waste product that's just kind of... Like, I mean, this is... And it is the sack. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. It's but... not like each... Hello, this is Daniel, Beatrice's screen reader program. 
Support us at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod to hear the full episode and get access to patron-only content. With love, the Death Panel.